Hey, Punkrunkers! Do you like bands like Voodoo Glow Skulls, Willem Scream, Mute, Implant, Darko, Police, Cigar, Tsunami Bound, Big Ten, The Kids Table, Adrenalize, Friends All Round, Dead by Stereo, Belvedere, Bracket, Dead Fucking Last, Much the Same, and many more? Are you obsessed with band merch like I am? <laughs> if yes, press pause on this episode and go on EpicMerchStore.com. They offer t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, hats, and kids merch for more than 230 punk rock, ska, metal, and hardcore bands from all around the world. And they now have mugs. Yeah, wow, the coffee's gonna be great. Go get your merch at EpicMerchStore.com. Hello, hello, it's time for another episode of the Punk Rocket Show. My name is Emily Flamandon, I live in Quebec City, Canada, and I love to spread punk rock music and spirit all around the world every week. Today is episode 29, and I don't have any guests today, but I have a lot of stuff to talk to you about. I'm gonna talk to you about an amazing feminist music compilation called Oi to the World, a documentary I watched recently named Flower Punk. I'll make some recommendations and we'll talk about punk rock live albums. Oh, and Scott, the co-producer, is also gonna talk to you. Are you ready? Cause the show is starting right now. Hello my punk rock friends, how are you today? I hope you are doing great. I'm doing good. To be honest, I've been a little stressed recently because I always have a feeling of being overwhelmed by everything I have to do. But all I have to do is mostly amazing things like music collabs, working on this podcast, etc. But I'm, I'm kind of an anxious person and what's triggering anxiety for me the most is the feeling of being overwhelmed by my schedule, even if it's fun things. So I slowed down a little. I took some time to relax and watch documentaries about the universe and about North Pole. It's my new obsession. <laughs> and I'm feeling better today. So today it's Saturday afternoon. I took the time this morning to work out, to go to get a coffee, a huge coffee at my favorite coffee place, read books, and now I'm super relaxed to record this episode. So today I don't have any guests, but you'll finally hear Scott's! First topic, <laughs> he's the co-producer and he's helping me a lot with the podcast, so he's going to introduce himself and talk to you from time to time about different topics, and it's starting today. Um, and I asked you on social media if you liked to have some episode without guests where I could talk about many different topics, play a little more recommendations, and you said you like both, so I'm doing both. I'm listening to you. <laughs> so, okay, let's start now with the first topic. Yeah, first topic of the day is about an amazing compilation I've listened to recently. It's called Oi to the World. And It helps promoting bands and help them to connect with promoters and other bands so they could play shows together and tour. There are already two Oi to the World compilations available, but the creator always felt that women in music, and especially in punk rock music, are lacking of exposure. Uh, he thought that women in street punk, Oi, skin and ska bands... 
brands should have more visibility. And I agree so much about that. It's so important. So we wanted to put a spotlight on bands with women. And he created this amazing compilation. I totally love it. I've already known some of them, like the Anti-Queens, the Venomous Pinks. They are all amazing women, by the way. But I also discovered many, many, many bands and I absolutely didn't know about them. And among them, I totally fell in love with the band Some Kind of Nightmare and their song Inside Salem. Salem. There was absolutely no way you would know that, though. Which is on this album. So you can consider it the first repunkmentation for today. Repunkmentation! Some Kind of Nightmare is a power trio from San Diego, California. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. They exist since 2006, and I don't understand why I didn't know them before. I love the hardcore voice. It's very, very punk. We can find this song on the compilation, of course, but also on their album called Transplant Pulse, released last year. And, oh, I love the description they wrote on Bad Camp. It says, Voicing the thoughts and opinions of the rock bottom class and making a hell of a lot of noise doing it. <laughs> I love this. Let's go. Because one of my patrons, Lucas, <laughs> suggested this topic a few weeks ago and I thought it was a good idea. And I'll be honest with you, I've never been really attracted to live albums. I don't really know why. I think it might be because I love to watch live shows videos on YouTube, for example, or buy official live events tickets. So I don't really feel that it was necessary to listen to some live albums. 
But recently, I bought the NoFX live at Red Rocks with the orchestra, and I'm totally addicted to it. But for me, a live album has to bring something different, and I think this live album from NoFX is a good example of it. So I ask you three questions on my Instagram, and I got more than 200 answers. You're amazing. I love those conversations with you. And I first asked you if you liked live albums and oh, probably more than 90% of the answers was yes. And you seem to be very passionate and enthusiastic about them. <laughs> and honestly, you have good points about why you love them. A lot of you named older stuff like Ramones and I think live album can be great after the band split or when it's for like very, very old bands, like listening to a live album from Ramones, Bad Brains, The Clash or Circle Jerks. It's probably super amazing and brings a lot of emotions. You also said you like to hear some flaws <laughs> and it, it might be funny, but I totally understand. Or you like to hear some old songs that the band won't play live anymore. And I think it's a very good point. I've never thought about that before. Uh, you also like to hear how the voice evolved with time. And you said that the songs are also generally faster. Yeah, that's good point. Some people also said that they don't like live albums because you can never recreate a real live show or because the sound isn't really good. And I tend to share this opinion usually. <laughs> I also ask you what were your favorites? And, oh, you chose all the live in a dive series, especially face-to-face -face and no use for a name, but you mentioned also um, Lagwagon. You talked a lot about I Heard They Suck Live from NoFX. Of course, it's a classic. Um, a lot of you talked about Social Distortion, SNFU, Pennywise, Against Me, some acoustic alkaline trio, Body Jar, MXPX. Dead Kennedys, All Descendants, Bracket, Bad Religion, and Tested. Of course, I forgot about it. Horror Pop, Blink, 182, Tagada Jones, Dropkick, Metallica. Damn, she's, she's jumps on my piano. Yeah, Dropkick Murphy's, Sublime, Hot Water Music, Fear, Me First and the Gimme Gimme's, No Effects, Ribbed, Live. Um. The Interrupters live in Tokyo, Oscar Du, Sick of It All, Subhuman, Slick Shoes was a very popular answer too, UK Subs, Mad Caddies, Green Day, The Real Mackenzies. I also love the Venomous Pink's most recent live album. Damn, there are so many I've never heard. <laughs> Probably because I'm not attracted to live album, but I will definitely give them a chance. And I finally ask you, what band would you like them to release a live album? I didn't have a lot of answer, but mostly you talked about a live version of An Outcome the Wolves from Rancid. That would be sick! You mentioned that Propagandy should make one too. Oh yeah, I would listen to it. The Suicide Machines, Bad Cup, Bad Cup. Yeah, so that was an interesting conversation on my Instagram about live music. And thank you to my Patreon, Lucas, for submitting this topic. And if you want to join my Patreon platform, you could have priority for topics like this. Repugmentation. The second repunkmendation for today is for a band from my local scene, Our Darkest Days. Our darkest days. 
They are playing fast and technical skate punk. I really love the guitarist technique, the fast drums, the great vocal energy. They are currently working on a new album, but I really love their latest too called A Common Agony. Latest. <laughs> it's been released in 2016. Well, it's about time they start to work on a new album. Let's listen to their song, Time Has Come. Yeah, time has come to release another album, guys. <laughs> Can't wait. And enjoy the vocal collab with Dennis Buckley from 88 Fingers Louis. about punk rockers having other very strong passions for other kind of stuff and art. So I watched this documentary on YouTube about a punk rocker 
named Azuma Makoto from Japan, who's making amazing art projects with flowers. So the documentary is called Flower Punk. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so this dude, Azuma, was a huge fan of Sex Pistols when he was younger. He says he's not playing music anymore, but he still really embraced the punk rock spirit and values. Punk rock always been his life, but he's always been passionate about flowers as well. So him and one of his friends used to play shows back in the days because he was in the same band. And they were always talking about flowers too. It's so great. So they started a flower shop. And it was pretty hard to get customers, so they were trying to find new ways to attract people. And so they started to make different art arrangements. Metalisha! <sighs> She's jumping on me. You have anything to say, Maisha? Sorry about that. Yeah, so they wanted to try to make different art arrangements with flowers and... Um, They started to make gorgeous pictures of the entire life stage, life phases of flowers. And he said that flowers have beauty, whatever what stage, even old dying flowers. He was taking amazing pictures of all those life stages, like baby flowers, gorgeous, colorful flowers, and like fading flowers. And it, it was so pretty. He says that it's just like humans. We all have beauty, whatever our age. And just like flowers, we all going back to the earth someday when we die. It's so magic. And by the way, one, uh, one of his projects was called Punk Tank Garden. <laughs> So then he was trying to find a new project to make, a new crazy project to do. <laughs> so he was thinking, what if we put the flowers up in the sky? So they, he and his friend, they attached the flowers arrangements to some atmospheric weather balloons <laughs> so they could go almost out of the atmosphere. And they put a camera and took amazing shots. It's crazy it's like if the flowers were almost in space <laughs> they also sent some flowers in deep sea and took amazing shots and film about their movement in the dark water and some fish and sea animals passing by <laughs> i really feel like an hippie right now but it's it's so magic so philosophical it's great and Azuma is also talking about the devastating tsunami in Fukushima in 2011. So he went to local schools, gave them flowers, and he planted sunflowers to put a little joy because of this huge trauma. And he said that making flower art, even in the face of a disaster, is really punk. So he didn't feel like he needed to play punk rock anymore. This is amazing. That almost made me cry. So I thought this documentary was really philosophical and emotional. It's still available on YouTube for free. Check the show notes for the link. And wow, what an amazing, sensitive and brilliant punk rocker. So if you know any awesome stories like this, please write me a DM. I want to talk to those people. We have so many things to learn from punk rockers with other passions. Okay, now I'm taking a little break and I'm gonna let Scott Hallquist, the co-producer, the editor of the podcast, to take the mic. Let's go, Scott. 
Thank you much, Emily. Welcome, welcome to the inaugural segment of Scott, me. Look, I'm normally not on this side of the mic. I'm normally behind the scenes adding sound effects and audio drops like this. And now, the conclusion. What the fuck? But the powers that be, namely Emily, decided I should have my own segment to uh, share a little knowledge and whatever's on my mind. So today, I'm going to talk about how to record punk rock at your very own home. So to start a little bit about me, I've been playing in punk rock bands since I was 15 years old, and I currently play lead guitar in the band 10 Foot Pole. But we all got to get by somehow, and so my day job, I'm a recording engineer and a mixer, which is why... I decided to put this segment together so I can give you the tools you need to make the songs you want to make from your own home since the studios are going to be shut down. Thanks to the Delta variant. (laughs) So other than the obvious essentials like your instrument and a computer, you're only going to need a couple things to do this. The first is an interface. Now, an interface is nothing more than what you plug your instrument into, what you plug your mics into, what you plug your headphones into, or your monitors. Basically, you play your guitar, piano, or you sing, the interface captures it and turns it into digital audio, which sends it into your computer. If you're just starting out at this, I highly recommend you don't buy a top-of-the-line interface. What I do recommend is that you check out the Focusrite Scarlet series and the Audient ID4 series. Both of these interfaces are an incredible bang for your buck. They sound fantastic. They'll get the job done. And anything you record with them, if recorded well, you can give to a professional mixer and they'll be able to turn out quality punk rock no problem. The second piece of gear you're going to need is a DAW, which stands for Digital Audio Workstation. If you've recorded or been in studios at all before, I'm sure you've heard of Pro Tools or Logic or Ableton Live. Those are all examples of DAWs. They all basically do the same thing. They just have a slightly different workflow and some pros and cons to each of them. Personally, I use Pro Tools when I need to mix and record bands, and I use Ableton when I'm writing. The features in Ableton Live allow me to produce and write quicker than if I were using Pro Tools. Since money's a thing and punk rockers hardly have any of it, if you're trying to save some pennies, go with Logic. It's easily the best bang for your buck. Okay, so you got your interface, you got your DAW, and you've watched enough YouTube videos that you know how to work them all. Perfect. Now you need a room to record in. This is easy. You got a bed in your bedroom? Take that mattress and throw it up against the wall. Point the mic toward it. You stand between the two and perform. That'll do most of the work for you right there. If you don't got that... Take a bunch of blankets and pillows, line the walls and ceiling in an empty closet, throw your mic in there and go to work. Basically, the idea is you're trying to keep the sound from reflecting off the walls back into the microphone. It's kind of what makes recording sound like shit. But dude, I'm a guitar player, not a singer, and my neighbors would kill me if I brought my amplifiers out to record. What do I do? Well, you're in luck. I would love to sit and tell you that the $2,500 I spent on my Axe effects in 2014 is still worth it. But bottom line is you can spend $100 on a neural DSP plugin, just to name one. That sounds just as good as the real thing. 
You can get absolutely incredible tones out of these amp sims, and the volume is nothing more than what bleeds out of your headphones. It's the absolute perfect solution for the home musician. If you need an example of this, go check out the song Pathology or Pantomime from the band All This For Nothing from South Africa. All of those guitars were recorded with the Neural DSP plugins. They're just phenomenal. And as much as I wish this was a paid promotion, it's not. They're just that good. These are the main tools you need. You can get as far and as deep as you want, as far as electronic drum kits, other instruments, even electronic bass guitars, and it sounds incredible. And all of this can happen out of your own home for less than $400. After that, it's simply a matter of giving it to a professional mixer to bring it to the next level, and you've got yourself a record. If you're a member of our Patreon, coming September, I'm going to start posting videos on proper mic and production techniques and how to go a little further making amazing productions and songs from your own home and not risking diseases and viruses and craziness. So if you're interested, head over to the Patreon and check it out in the next couple weeks. Back to you, Aim. The last recommendation for today is for the band Abrascadabra from Brazil. Like you probably guessed by the name, it's a ska-punk band. They have been playing together for 18 years now and toured all around the globe. But probably not in North Pole. North Pole is my new obsession. It's crazy. I can't stop watching documentaries about it. <laughs> I follow a woman called Cecilia and she's living in Svalbard. It's an island um, very close to North Pole. And I love to watch her YouTube channel. It's full of very great stuff. But anyway, Abrascadabra. They also feature on the amazing documentary A Fat Wreck. And I really love the fast drum, the vocal energy, the melody line, and their new music video for their new single, Do We Need a Sign? I can't wait to hear their new album called Make Yourself Home on Bad Times Record. It's gonna be available at the end of September. Yeah. And let's listen to this new single, Do We Need a Sign? It's me. 
I, I really want to go to a show from this band Abrascadabra and dance all night with you guys. It would be so much fun. And now it's time for Punk Rock News with Emily Plamondon. A little news for you today, my friends. Oh, Deviates! They announced that they're gonna be releasing their first album in 20 fucking years. <laughs> it's gonna be called Holding Outland and it's gonna be available on September 17. And the band have also released a video for a new song called Wasted. Check it, it's super good. The copyrights will release their next album on the famous label Fat Records. The title will be Alone in a Dome and it's going to be available on October 22nd. Oh, a great news about Anti-Flag. They're going to release a reissue of their demo. I think it was in like early 90s, like 1991 or 1992. It's called 17 Songs Demo, but it includes 18 songs, actually, because there is a bonus track, which is a cover of Mission of Bruma. And the original version was... A cassette tape. I'm curious about that. I think collectioners will be happy about that. Also, I really want to send some love with you guys to Polly from the Bump Ups because she announced that she will not be on the next tour with Bayside. I think Census Fail and Artonades um, later this month because she wants to take some time for herself to, because she had some health issues. She got through awful things too. Um, so she will not be playing and she will be replaced by Remington. And I just want to tell you that I admire her so much. And she also brings a very important topic like taking care of yourself, even if you're in a touring band. And I, w- I would try to have her on the show because I think it's important to talk about those things. You also have to check the new Fair Do's song. It's a band from the UK. Uh, they are playing very amazing skate, melodic punk. And they released a music video for the new song, Casket. It's so good. Also, the Muslims announced that they're going to be releasing a new album. It's going to be called Fuck This Fucking Fascist. And it's going to be out on September 24th on Epitaph. The band also released a new video for the song Unity. And you should definitely read the interview they made on punknews.org. It's hilarious and very, very interesting. What a great band. That's it for today, my beautiful friends. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you like that kind of episode. I love doing it. If you want to support the show, please subscribe and share it to all your punk rock friends. You can also leave me a great review on iTunes. It's super appreciated. It helps the algorithm and people can discover the show. If you want to give me your money, you can subscribe to the Patreon page for a lot of exclusive content. You can also make one-time donations on PayPal or buy me a coffee platform. On the next episode, I'm going to present you the great chat I had with Brenna, the frontwoman of The Last Gang. We talked about the upcoming new album and about having fun playing music. Don't miss this. Until then, punk your life and see you next week. <laughs>